I love how like this is the perfect example of why we're doing this is that we still haven't actually <laughs> talked about the topic we had lined up. Right, right. By the way, are we, like, going with actual, like, first names, or are we gonna go, like, code name type? Code um... Screen name, whatever you want. I'm- I'm up for... I'm up for whatever. I mean, I don't care if this is, you know, real names or... or what. The weird thing is, it's less that I care about like putting my real name out on the internet and more that I just I don't much care for hearing my name on a general basis. I don't know I don't know why that is and okay. I don't know if that's just me. I mean uh, hey, we can do we can do screen names it doesn't bother me. <laughs> that's I mean it's not uncommon. I mean it doesn't it doesn't even really matter because my my real name is on my Twitter. I just I don't like saying yeah. my name. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. Yeah, we can is do that weird? We can do screen names. Like, is, no, that, is that, like, a weird thing? I don't thing? think so. Like, I don't... I, yeah. Like, I'll introduce myself to people, mm -hmm. but as far as, like, actually saying my name out loud, I don't know, it just... It rubs me weird. I found I actually have a hard time saying, like, I always go for the full Alexander when I introduce myself to people most of the time. It's a little weird. Is it because you're not used to being called that, so it doesn't feel as weird? Maybe. That might be it. That so, might be it. Because it, it is. It's weird for me to say, hi, I'm Alex. Yeah. It's like... Like... Or if, like, I'm being introduced in a group of people, and I, I might just say Alex when I'm shaking their hand. But if I introduce myself, it's, hi, I'm Alexander. Right. So I can, yeah. And it's oh. like, I don't have a problem with other people saying it. Yeah, no. It's like, you know, that's my name. You know, somebody says, hey, Cassie. It's like, oh, that's me. But yeah. it's like having it come out of my mouth, just like it. I feel like I'm like chewing on something that doesn't taste good. I I don't know. It's weird. And right. I, I don't really have any other way of describing it. Yeah. No, I I, I get that. So we'll screen names. It is that works. I so. so I'm Rama. I guess I'll go with that one. This seems the easiest. I guess I'll go by Fen. I like Fen. Yeah. And I like that I'm the one that came up with that nickname. Yeah. Based on a book that I was writing at the time that had a character named uh, Fenris in there. Fenrir, I think. Mm. And, like, everybody called him Fen. So then I just started calling yeah. you Fen, and then everybody calls you Fen hey. now. <laughs> yeah. It works. It's it's it fits. So I'm Rama, and you're Finn, and this is Nerdscape, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> and so today we were going to talk about 
top five favorite anime of all time and why. Okay. Right. And then if we have time, like I don't know how long these are going to be. And I don't know how long they should be. Mm. But yeah, if we just like fly through this topic, I kind of like would like to touch on also like which anime you th- you were expecting on the other person's list mm. that didn't come up. And I'm pretty sure there's at least one that you're going to be expecting to be on my list that isn't. There's a, there's a couple that that I've heard you talk about a lot that I'm expecting to be on mm. your list, and like I don't know and, what anime uh, you watch, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's probably going to be a few that you're there, you're going to be like, yeah, that was I expected that one. Right. And the top of my list isn't a secret at all. I'm pretty sure I've, <laughs> I I. Anytime it comes up in conversation, I'm like, yes, that's my favorite. I um, I don't have mine in a particular order because I can't pick a favorite. Like I have a top three, and then I have another okay. two that I would always, always recommend. Yeah, but I can't, right. I can't pick a favorite. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, then I guess do we want to start at the bottom and work our way up? Then sure, we can do that. You go ahead and go first. Okay. So, um, we'll start out at the bottom of my list, and I'm a little bit surprised that I went with this one. Oh? Honestly, because I've... Like, surprised it made the list, or surprised that it, it ended up so far down? Well, surprised it made the list. Like, I knew that this was, I mean... Um, so, so uh, I went with Death Note for the bottom of my list. Okay, um, okay. I can see Which, that. I mean... It's a great series. It's a good series. It was one of the first that I watched. Mm-hmm. It, I think, <laughs> I'm not as, I guess, enthralled with it as I used to be when I was younger. I mean, that's fair. Like, I watched watched through it a couple of times, and some of, like, oh, the big moral arguments that, that people like to discuss with that, because there's, you know, there's some philosophical arguments going on, but... I realized the last time I sat and watched through it that it's not as black, it's not as gray, actually, as I think people tend to portray it. But it's, it's really good. It's, and I always like a good, I guess you'd classify it a thriller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a, um, almost like a, it's like a cop thriller with a little bit of like a psychological thriller twist to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not really a mystery, but. No, I mean. It's got. It has that kind of like mental, um, game, I guess, and yeah. it's, you know, and I'll always, I'll always tell people that I think it's weaker after episode twenty-five. For, oh, it always is for reasons, but, but well, you know, it's it's still worth getting through that last what twelve episodes at the end. It's worth it, if just to see like the end and what comes of it. Yes, and the way the way the end plays out is definitely definitely worth it, especially if you've invested in some of the the side characters like I did. But there is there is a bit in between the infamous episode twenty five and the yeah. end where there are so many of the death notes in play and they don't mm. do a very good job of explaining where they are at any given point right. and what's going on and what the what's going on, what the rules are. That you lose track, and then you can't keep up with it anymore. Yeah, and 
arguably well no i don't want to i don't want to say that because it, it spoils things um yeah as, as spoiler free as we can with this whole list yeah there's a particular dynamic that goes away after episode 25 yeah. that is 90 percent of the reason i enjoy the show as much as i do and it never gets that back no never does it never does But yeah, so that's and Ryuk is just one Ryuk of, is amazing. One of the greatest one of the greatest anime characters, in my opinion. He's just he's so much fun. I do want to touch on though, um, on that note, <clears throat> that um Japan has this fascination with the story. Like right. they keep recreating it. Which I think is fantastic. Did you ever see the live-action drama that they had done a couple years ago? You know, I didn't, and I know you've recommended that to me, and I just never got around to to watch it. The, the series, right? As yeah. opposed to the movies. Yeah, it was a yeah. live-action series. Yeah. Um, I believe it's no, on Crunchyroll, if, if, you can, if you can get a hold of it. It is so good because of the fact that they hit all of the major important story beats, but they do it in such a different way that you're not expecting it. Mm. Okay. So that'll it, be fun. Maybe it makes cause... the story fresh. Yeah, and you know what? I I'm because I do plan on um watching the Netflix movie at some point. I just wanted to wait for some of the the hype and the infamy to die down a bit before yeah. I did. Um, but I might use that as a cleansing, like a palate cleanser, if it's as bad as everyone. <laughs> if I find it as bad as everyone else did. I don't think it's as bad as everyone else thought, but that's, I feel like that's a topic for, like, another episode. No, right, and it's definitely um, an argument about the... Um, Cultural differences. I, I feel yeah, like that's yeah, and I think argument. that's that's going to be the big meat of the, the argument. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Yes. So, Were you expecting me to pull that one out? Um, yeah, probably. Like, if I really sat down and thought about, like, what your top five were, I would probably put Death Note somewhere on the list, especially because you've been trying so long to, to get a hold of the entire series of the, the manga. Yes, yes, which I Like, that's did. been, like, I... your holy grail for, like, years. <laughs> well, because, you know, I, I got... I got the... 11 out of 12 from yeah. Jax when you guys first got married. And so tracking down don't... number 12. I just want to point out, he was just right then in the process of getting me into anime for the first time, and then just decides to get rid of like all of his manga. Like he had, <laughs> he had almost all of the Death Note series. He had like most of Bleach. So much Bleach. I do remember all the Bleach. And we just like, just got rid of it all. And I've been, like, slowly trying to rebuild our, our manga collection since then. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Alright, so I guess I'll do my number five. Right. And like you said, your four and five are in no particular order. My four and five are in no particular order. Um, they're four and five specifically because of rewatchability. Like, they're really, really good, but I just don't have the time to go back and watch them again. Okay. But I will always recommend um, these two anime. And my... Um... No, okay, I guess they are technically in an order. Um, so I'll go with number five is uh, Gintama. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, it's 
Let me just try to explain <laughs> what Gintama is. Are you familiar with Futurama? Yes, a little bit. I haven't. I, I've seen like bits and pieces. Not. A, I don't think I've seen a full episode anywhere, but I've seen some of it. But I'm, I have. So yeah. And it's funny. The the reason that I have is because um, Jax and I have compared Gintama to Futurama. It's the exact same show. That's funny. So Gintama is set in like Edo period Japan. Uh huh. Like right after the Boshin War and everything. And samurai have been outlawed. <laughs> and then aliens take over. It's such an absurd premise. But it really is. I mean... <laughs> so it's like... It's samurai, and it's aliens, and it's futuristic, but it's also like trying to be historical, but not at all historically <laughs> accurate. But they know that because they changed all of the historical names by like one letter. Hmm. But That's funny. it's like it's hilarious, and it's really, really hilarious for like the first like thirty episodes or so. Like that's what it is. Oh, it's wow. a it's it's like a joke anime, and then it starts yeah. getting not necessarily serious, but really heartfelt. Hmm. Like I have I have been in tears over this anime, both because it's funny, and because it hurts. And, you know, I've always found that some of my favorite comedy series or movies or whatever it is, anything in the comedy genre, my favorites are the ones that aren't just, oh, let's be funny for the sake of being funny. You know, let's have some, like, actual, like, have some heart to it, too, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, no, it's it's so good. Um mm -hmm. And it doesn't take itself seriously. Like, one of their one running gags is, oh, we're such a horrible show, we're going to get cancelled. <laughs> and it actually has been cancelled a couple of times, which Futurama has as well. Yeah. But it keeps coming back. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a definite time sink, because it is a long-running show. It's like 300-some-odd episodes. But unlike your typical like shonen long running series it doesn't ever get old that's good the unfortunate thing is i can't really recommend starting at any particular point except for at the beginning because if you don't start at the beginning you're going to miss out on the build up of all of these in jokes that end up throughout the series right the brick jokes and, and yeah. running gags and all that that's that's always and it's such it's such an important part of the series but it is definitely one that I would always recommend. Because it's just, it's so good. So if you do have the time, and it's great to just kind of sit and like turn your brain off for like an hour, watch a couple of episodes, and then be done with it. Because it, like, it has like arcs, but it doesn't have like an mm -hmm. overarching plot or anything like that. So you don't really have to be like super invested or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number five. And the reason, like I said, the reason it's so low on the list is because I can't just like go back and watch it again. Because it's like right, 300 yeah. episodes. Didn't they just end or are bringing to an end the manga, I think? I read uh, that recently. Yes, I think the manga just ended and they announced that the anime, I believe, will be coming to a close very shortly. Okay. If it hasn't already. Right. But of course, you know, do we really believe that's going to be the case? 
<laughs> this is this is true. Although the manga had been continuously running even during the cancellations, right? Um, yes, because a lot of the cancellations were either like it it wasn't getting the ratings that it needed, or it had caught up to the manga, and they didn't really want to like fill it because that was something that they made fun of other shonen shows for. Right, and rightfully so. So they would just like stop. And it was funny because they did an entire episode around this idea of explaining, okay, here's what happens when a show is following a manga and when the manga stops and you have to like deviate and work your way around. And I think it was actually technically a filler episode, <laughs> but that's what it was, was them like explaining why they were having a filler episode. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's great. <laughs> so that's, that's my number five. All right, so I guess we'll move on to my uh, my number four, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna go with uh, Blue Exorcist. Oh, and it's funny because it's one that I I forget about sometimes. Then I'm like, oh, that was that was a really good show, and I need to get around to watching the uh, season, the new the season, season, yeah, because. One of my favorite things is when an anime goes off the rails in regards to the manga, and they come back and fix it later. <sighs> not that I mean, I've I've not read I've not read the manga for Blue Exorcist. Well, I've read like a volume or two, right. but it's it's in my limited experience the the manga story tends to be better for the most um, part. Um, there are a couple of things. Um... I'm trying to remember which one it was. There was one show that we had seen that we found out that it, like, it was adapted from a light novel, and it turns out that the light novel like sucked. Oh, Pet Girl! Oh. The oh, light yeah. novel for that apparently <sighs> sucks. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. It is a good one. I like that one. I like that one. Um, but yes, what can I say about Blue Exorcist? Um... I didn't say much introducing Death Note, because that's one of those, I mean... It is one of those that, like, you know what it is. Everyone knows Everybody Everyone knows. knows Death Note. If you have a, um, a passing knowledge of anime, you probably know what Death Note is. Even um, if you don't know anime, you probably know what Death Note is. Yeah. Because Death yeah. Note was one of those things that, like, I had heard about it a lot before I got into anime. Mm. Like that was that was the original like Edward versus Jason was Light versus L. Like which one do you mm. like better? Yeah. I think Death yeah. Note was actually my second anime ever. I think it was my second. Yeah. Pretty sure it was my second. It was my first or second, I don't remember which one. Um Yeah, it was it was definitely early on in my um, Blue Exorcist. Uh, <laughs> we get so off topic. <laughs> we do, we do. It's it's that meandering thing. Um, so, uh, I guess a brief synopsis. Um, it's basically about this kid who discovers that he is the child of Satan. And, and it's not a spoiler because he finds that out in the first episode. Yeah, this is this is I, anything like, this that is happens in the first episode is, um, 
And so he decides that he's going to go to exorcist school so that he can learn to fight demons so he can, in his own words, kick Satan's ass. Yep. Um, and it's, ah, uh, it's It's such... like, it's like Harry Potter, but, but with demons. Yes. I don't know how else yes. to say that. Yeah. But they are, um, they're, they're literally an exorcist school. Yeah, and so he, uh, and so he uh, is learning to use his his demon powers against the demons. But he can't tell anybody. Well, well also keeping powers. the fact that he is using demon powers a secret. Yes, um, and he's just this unrepentant jerk. I won't say unrepentant, but he's he's like the jerk with a heart of gold, really. Yes, exactly. But so he, he doesn't. Like, he's reached a point in his life where he really doesn't care much what other people think of him, except for the whole demon thing. Right, that that is is a touchy, touchy point for him. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, what is it? Um, it's, I think it's one, well, two seasons now. Is Actually, that right? Or was I can it, pull it up right was now. was the original two seasons? I don't remember. Um... Oh, it was A1. I like A1. A1's good. They do good stuff. You know they're doing the new Persona 5 anime. Are they? That's uh -huh. good. That's good. They do good work. Uh, yes, there were 25 episodes so, in the original series. So technically two seasons. Yeah, yeah, because... They, they run in... Well, it's more like a... I think they call it a core. So mm. you've got like spring, summer, and winter. And then... Like, there are 12, 12 episodes a piece. So some series will do, like, 12 episodes and take a break. But then some of them will just run, like, 24 episodes together. And then, like, take, like, three months to a year off or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the openings for this this series. And that's something I'm going to talk about a lot because I like I like the opening themes. And I wish more American cartoons did that nowadays like teen titans did yes which i mean was absolutely fitting because that was uh, a very very anime, anime series yeah. um and they actually got a japanese rock group to do the opening mm -hmm. that um, was awesome that the fact yes. that the original like i actually found um the original opening is in japanese yes and they would play those for the filler episodes actually mm -hmm. We we figured that out early. If the opening was in Japanese, it was, it was less a... plot, more more humor. Right, exactly. Um, but no, uh, and actually, the second opening of Blue Exorcist is to this day still one of my favorite uh, J Rock songs. And I know you don't like. I was gonna um, say, you want to hear something funny? I actually can't stand the second opening. I know. <laughs> you don't. You don't like anything that I don't like Rookies anything. Is I don't. Does and I don't know. I don't know why that is, because I've heard several of their openings, and it's like, oh, I really don't like this opening. And then it's like, oh, that's why. It's not even uh, like I'm biased against them. I just don't like their music. Yeah, no, hey, that's that's fair. Different strokes. I, on the other hand, found that they have an EP that is available to purchase on Google Play, and I have that. And it's the only non... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the only non-anime opening... Japanese music that I have is that, and it's because I've liked everything I've heard from them. Um, I'm like that with um, Sid. I really mm. like all of their music. 
Sid's really good. I like Sid. I like Overworld too. Overworld is amazing. Uh, segue back into back into keep, trying Blue to Exorcist. trying to keep us in the at least in the, <laughs> the orbit of of Blue Exorcist here. Yeah. Um, no, they did, Jax, they did the first opening. Jax really, really, really likes um, the second opening. Like that's something that yeah. that we have like debates over because I just don't like it. <laughs> and you know, kind of like how well, it's... I I, I kind of feel the same way about the second opening. Maybe not as harshly, but I kind of feel the same way about the second opening of Blue Exorcist as I do about the second opening of Death Note. What's what's your opinion on the uh, second opening of Death Note? I don't like it. I don't care for it either. I think it's honestly. trash. I... Like, I I can see the symbolism of how it kind of, because it's so chaotic, it kind of illustrates Light's deteriorating mental state, but I don't like it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not a fan of it either. Like, watch it once for the experience, and then just, just, yeah. just don't. Just skip it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the second opening of Blue Exorcist. I think it's too melodramatic for me. It is. It's. It. It is pretty melodramatic. It. It also is very in line with the type of music I listen to. <laughs> Fair point. And that's anyway. So that's. I mean, that's probably why <laughs> I enjoy it because it's. It's very much like like what I listen to, um, as far as uh, Western music goes. So. I'm surprised that um, uh, Blue Exorcist doesn't have a higher score on my anime list. Yeah, because it's not—it's not an unknown. It really isn't. Like, like it's ranked number fourteen, like as far as like who watches it, but it's only got a seven point eight. Weird. I mean, the ending was kind of like—I don't know—it got a little weird towards the end. It did. It had a very, I'm... it had a very Full Metal Alchemist like, original series, type ending. Yes. Which is ironic because it also deviates from the manga. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually really excited to eventually get around to, <laughs> season two. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever watch the movie? Not yet. That's another okay. thing I need to do. I haven't either. So I was wanting to get your opinion on it, but. That's cool. Sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, on the one hand, I don't get a, an opinion before I actually watch it, but on the other hand, I'd, you haven't seen something I haven't? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... But no, Blue Exorcist. Good show. Yes. I love the... um. The characters are all very. Yes. I mean, they're they're colorful. Mm-hmm. But they're but also, also like distinct and memorable. Yeah. Except for yeah. the female teacher, mentor lady. I didn't like her at all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, she felt like she was there to fill a specific role. And by that. Because it's a shonen. By that we mean um, boobs. And anyone who's not familiar with uh, with the term shonen, it is geared towards preteen and younger teenage boys. So, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, 
so what's what's on well is there anything else we want to say about blue exorcist well i think that about covered it yeah cool so what's your number four then my number four you're probably going to be disappointed that this is not higher on the list but again okay rewatchability this show is technically over a hundred episodes long. Technically. Okay. Um, my number four is Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, as soon as like, you said technically over a hundred episodes, I'm like, no. Like, oh. as, just as a whole. And the reason it still makes the list, and it has to still make the list every time, is because this was my very first anime ever. And it has set the precedent for, like, all of... Uh, like, this is what I measure anime by, which is kind of a detriment sometimes. Oh, it's so... It, it definitely is. I I want to say, after I finished Brotherhood, I actually didn't watch anime for a little while because I couldn't find anything that just grabbed me the way that Full Metal Alchemist did. Yeah, like, when when we first found Blue Exorcist... It was like, wow, that was really good. It still wasn't as good as Full Metal Alchemist, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, those were literally the words that came out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's hard to find better than Full Metal Alchemist, in my opinion. But I think, and I'm... <laughs> I think partially uh, because of that, I think that's why it keeps, like, sinking down the list of my favorite anime mm. because I do find anime that I enjoy a lot and I love and I've seen more than once but I just I don't have time to go back and watch all of Full Metal Alchemist yeah no it's 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 a bit of a time sink like you said over 100 episodes if you want the whole experience mm -hmm. plus at least one movie that's kind of required watching if you're going to watch the original series then yes um, Conqueror Shambhala yeah. is, is required yeah now, the second time I watched through the original series, um, the ending isn't as open and requiring of the movie as I had thought, but there's a lot of loose ends that get a an acceptable tie-up with the... See, I don't like the ending of the original. I think that the ending sucks. From a perspective of, this is not fair to these characters. This is this so, is very true, and I'll agree with that. That is why I consider um, Conquer of Shambhala to be required because it doesn't fix the problem, but it does make no. it better. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. And this is um, this is something that's very important to me. Um, this is the reason why that there there are very specific reasons why I always recommend that you watch the original first. Always, 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 always. Like, don't start with Brotherhood. So many people say, don't even watch the original because it sucks. Just watch Brotherhood. Absolutely not. Don't. Don't do that. Because Brother Brotherhood only came out, what, like, five years later? Yeah, it was... If that. Yeah, no, five years. So they, they skipped over a lot of content, in the beginning especially, that was and actually in the manga. Lampshaded, they lampshaded an entire an entire episode, essentially, of the original series. Like, they skipped, they skipped an entire that 
ended up being important later. And yeah, I think so they, then they were like, be important later. They were like, oh crap, well, let's just summarize all of this in like, like 10 seconds of, of explanation, even though we didn't actually do the episode. But everybody who saw the original already yeah. saw it, so they know what's going on. Right, because my, barring a single character showing up in that episode, the original series nailed the entire uh, Usewell mm-hmm. story. Like, just, I don't think they even redrew most of, like, when they showed the flashback to Usewell later on in Brotherhood. I don't think, I don't think, they may have, like, cleaned up some of the line work to make it look similar, but I don't think they don't redrew think they any of it. it yeah. yeah, no. But yeah, and the pacing, the pacing at the beginning of Brotherhood, the the pacing at the beginning of Brotherhood is way off. Yeah. Like, they go through stuff way too quickly. Like, they cover, right. like, the first ten episodes of the original series in, like, five. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's kind of to the point that when later on in the show, they, they the Brotherhood, they, um, uh, show that time has passed, it's a little bit of a, little bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm that these these characters have aged essentially was it like three years or something so? like that yeah two or three years over the course of a brotherhood i do like the way that they handled certain things especially in the beginning in brotherhood better um like mm. the uh i have it sitting here staring at me in the in the general chat and it's pissing me off you posted that didn't you no, no, I don't think I, if Jackson. it's what I think it is, because I just looked back over it. Oh no, Connect that was Jax. That was Jax, and I am not okay. <sighs> not okay. Not okay. But not okay, Jax. The way that was handled, I felt like it was better. It was a little bit less black and white mm. in Brotherhood, and a little bit more tragic. And despite the fact that it had a lot of emotional weight to it in. The original, it's it felt like it had more, which I felt was very appropriate, yes. especially considering how they had been kind of compacting and skipping through stuff up to that point. Yes, they they definitely made sure that they took their time for that one, which is respectful. Mm-hmm. And just <sighs> have you still not seen the live action movie? I have seen the last half of it. Right, because you walked in while we were watching it. Yeah, and it was... That scene was so heartbreaking in the movie. Was it? It really was. Uh, it was awful. Uh, Suitably so. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I saw... I have some weird stuff in my Facebook timeline. Um, but I'm in this group. I don't know how I ended up in this group, but I'm in this group that they like post nerdy stuff. And somebody made a joke about that. And then they had like this long discussion about how this is a, such a terrible thing. Don't ever watch this show because this is horrible. It's going to tear you to pieces. I'm still not okay over this. And I will never recommend anybody watch this show because of this specific incident. What? Come on. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I don't get into arguments with people online. I just don't. Like if yeah, if no, if what I have to say is going to spark an argument, I just I just don't say anything. But right. I was I was like on the edge, of, of saying something about this because I'm just like this is such a great show 
and it's not made any less because of this terrible thing that happens in it. It's in fact, it's made better because it's it's specifically used. Like, I get it. Jax has a, a serious problem with anime that has like gratuitous violence in it, like characters right. that die for no reason other than shock value. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I... that's why he stopped watching a comic a kill. <laughs> like we just like straight up stopped. He's like, I can't do this anymore. Because they spent, it was the second season, they spent like two, three episodes with this brand new character they had just introduced, like building her up, and then just like killed her off. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But that's not what this is. Like, Yeah, no, absolutely not. And it's, it's such an important moment for the characters. Mm-hmm going forward through um especially they they highlight it so well in brotherhood and i'll we'll talk more about brotherhood later yeah yeah <laughs> we will we will i'm trying not to say too much now because <laughs> um because you know right you know. no i know um but it's i think it's handled in a way that it's it's not gratuitous. It's important. And it really highlights a very... It it highlights a specific struggle and, and challenge that the characters and this world have to deal with. It illustrates the fallacy of human nature, really. Mm, yes. Um, that it doesn't matter who you are, or like how good of a person you might seem, like you're capable of very terrible things. And the seduction of power mm-hmm. is an important theme in that whole series. And that's this is really your first it's really your first um encounter with that well eh, second. It's your second encounter with that. It also... And the first to really show how that can affect people other than yourself. Right. And it also, like, serves as a grounding point because you've got these characters that, like, when they were really young, they reached that point of hubris and just came crashing mm-hmm. down. But you can see them slowly, like, building back up to it. Yes. So it kind of serves and to that's... pull them back down to a place where you are not a god. Yep. Don't you dare ever think that you could possibly be. Yeah, and uh, getting chills <laughs> thinking about the the staircase in the rain. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's oh, it's such so well written. It's such a it's such a good show. It really, really is. Like it saddens it me that it's not higher on my list, but it's just. It's it's a time sink. It really is. Yeah, no, it is. And I mean, I can I can go through and I can watch watch Brotherhood all day, you know, by itself, and I'll be fine. But if you go back to the original, you've got to watch the whole. You've got to watch, watch the whole. Now. Yeah, you you just you can't just stop there because it sucks. Um, and you want it to be better. Yeah, no. Uh, Emma made that mistake. Ooh. Um, she watched, I think it was after she watched the movie, she watched through Brotherhood and was like, I'm going to watch the original. And then got to the end of the original and was just like, I've got to watch Brotherhood again. I can't, I can't leave it here. Because it sucks. 
It is. It's it's not very satisfying. No. Ah, uh, and segueing into my number three, I don't have a problem with um. I don't have a problem with with sad endings or like less than happy. Like that's that's not a problem. No. It just, it's still got to be it, it's got to be satisfying. Right. It can't be unfair uh, to the characters. Yes. Um and so my number 3 is I'm pretty sure this is the first one I watched, the first anime that I got into. Mm-hmm. It was either this one or Death Note, I don't remember the exact order, but I think it was this one. Uh, and that is Wolf's Rain. See, I knew that was going to end up on your list. Yeah. It's <sighs> It kind of hits a couple of different points of things that I enjoy. Um, I'm, I am a nerd for wolves. I'll admit it. It's. I mean, your name is Fenris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, Come it's, on. Yeah. Um, I'm also a big fan of like post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic stories when they're told well. I've kind of avoided a lot of the current batch of things with that category right now just because well because instead of being just a setting it's a category now yeah like it's a that's that's yeah. that's the thing like i am legend i really enjoyed that book of eli like but i can't get into the current crop of of uh dystopian apocalyptic fiction right now that's just but this was this wolf's reign i'm pretty sure it was the 80s or 90s i'm not it's an older one percent no it's not (laughs) it feels so 90 i feel i'm I'm looking at it right now it first aired january 7th 2003 holy crap oh my god it feels so 90s Anyway, so um, <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic setting where these the the main characters are a group of wolves that are trying to find paradise. Now, are they actually wolves that like turn into yes. humans, or are they just like represented as people? Um, <laughs> it's a little fuzzy. Um, they are wolves that can disguise themselves as people. Okay, that makes per- I mean that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I just I wasn't sure what the actual context was because sometimes it's like these are animals that have turned into people or can turn into people, or sometimes it's like these are actually animals, but we're going to represent them as people so that we can show more emotion and whatnot, and then it gets like really confusing. Yeah, no, they um they basic it's basically a type of illusion magic where gotcha. they can they they make people think they're looking at people. No, I mean um, that makes perfect sense. But um. There's a case of one of the characters trying to catch somebody from falling, a human falling, and um, it's their mouth, not a hand. So it kind of works like seeming magic. Something like that, yeah. Um, and in this in this universe, wolves are supposedly extinct, um, so they're kind of unique in that regard. Gotcha. Um, and so this, why they would describe themselves then. Yes, yes. Um, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of distrust of wolves just because of the legends and and um, so the the series follows their journey of trying to find 
paradise and all of the things that they need to to get there. Um, and I think... Now, I'm curious about the whole paradise thing. Does that have some kind of a basis in, like, a, a, a Japanese legend? Or is it just, like, a, um, a, a universe-specific kind of thing? I'm not actually sure. Um, I'm curious about that. I'll, I'll have to look that up. Because, I mean, they're, they are, they're led to believe that they're looking for a place. And the main character specifically has a drive to find this place. Because um. Um, Spice and Wolf kind of has a similar sort of thing. Like, she's trying to get back home to where, like, all the other wolves are. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of, like, the whole premise is that, you know, he's trying to help her get back to where she came from. So I'm wondering if it has some kind of a basis in, like, uh, Japanese or some kind of Eastern mythology. It might. Um, but, yeah, it was... Not as full 26 episodes? Okay. No, you know what? It's 26 episodes, and then there were four um, OVAs. OVAs are awesome. They were short OVAs. I want to say they were only, like, they weren't any longer than an episode. Right. But it... The whole series gets rough in those OVAs. Because, like, that's... It's... The entire climax happens in those four. Um... Yeah. Ooh, sorry, getting done. <laughs> it was just great storytelling. Mm -hmm. It's it gets a little little fantastic in places, but emotionally, it's always very grounded. And it's right. Uh, it was a, I really enjoyed it. Hmm. It was check it out sometime. It was odd though in the fact that the opening and the ending were both entirely in English. That is interesting, especially for um, not necessarily an older, but like that era of anime, because that yeah. was just as the anime boom was hitting in the West. Yeah, in fact, the opening was by uh, Steve Conte, I think I'm saying his name right. Hmm. Although he's done done a lot of stuff with uh Japanese stuff. Right. Yeah. In the past, so it's not like it was But yeah. Like I said, that was that was one of my first It was either my first or second anime, and so it's it's kind of stuck with me. Well, your first one always does. Yeah. The only reason I know for sure that um FMA was my first anime is because I only watched it because I just finished Persona 3. Mm. And Jax kept talking about how, oh, you know, Jinpei, I know he's your favorite character. Well, his uh, VA also did the dub voice for this character in this anime. You know what? We should actually watch that sometime. <laughs> so I, I kind of let him rope me into it. Yeah. I let him rope me into Persona 3 as well, and that's, you know, that's a whole other story. Right. Uh, I need to finish that game. Yes, you do. Especially because Emma wants to play it now. Yes, she does. 
All right, that was my that was my number three, right? Yep. Yep. So my number three. Yep. Now these are the ones that are not in any order because I can't pick a favorite. Okay. Okay. But I I wrote them down in an order. Okay. So we'll go in that order. All right. All right. So my number three, and this is gonna be weird, is the anime adaptation for Tales of the Abyss. Okay. That was a good one. It was. I kind of wish it had been dubbed because I would have loved to, to, to hear that, but... Ah, uh, Yuri Lowenthal. Yes. Oh, Yuri. We actually, um... We were, you know, because they had those uh, trailers coming out for the new Spider-Man game they're working on. And we were like, that's Yuri, isn't it? That's gotta be. And then he just recently was able, was allowed to announce that he was in fact doing the voice of the uh, of Spider-Man for the new Spider-Man game. Mm. Nice. But yeah, Tales of the Abyss. I don't even, I, I couldn't even really tell you what it is about the game that, that... Because I have tried to play other Tales games since, and for some reason I just can't get through them. Like, I don't know what it is. I've I've played... I've started Tales of Vesperia like three times now. And I can't get through it. But Tales of the Abyss, for some reason, was something that really resonated with me. Yeah. And the, the anime adaptation was so good. It was so well done. Like, they really hit on all of the emotional beats really, really well. I was in tears after one episode. Mm. Like, just a bawling mess. Right. And it was like, you know, I had played the game. I cried during that part of the game. I knew it was coming. Yeah. But it just, it, it hit me so hard. Yeah. Because you actually you haven't played the game, right? You just saw the anime. Right. No, I've just I've seen the anime. Haven't haven't played the game. And it it always amazes me how how much story they actually fit into JRPGs. You yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it it's really interesting because I'm starting to learn lately that. There's a lot of like Gnostic myth, uh, mythology and mysticism and stuff in the um, that that served as inspiration for this game. Um, right. Like I don't know. This is gonna sound dumb. <laughs> Have you actually done the Sephiroth fight yet? In fourteen. Yes. Yes. Have you? Yeah, I've I've done. Have you actually paid attention to like his move set, like what the the names of all the moves are? It's been a while. Because he's named after the Sephiroth tree. Is this this right. this idea of like these these high virtues and stuff? Yeah, um, which you can actually seven names of God, I think something like that. Is. Yeah, Jewish. It's Jewish something. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's like Jewish mythology. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not like a. a any kind of a, a religion major or anything like that. So I don't actually know what I'm talking about. I just want to point that out right now. 
Okay. And I'm I'm not either. I majored in history. That's that's what I'm supposed <laughs> to get. But like almost all of his like moves and stuff, everything that he does lines up with the name of like a town in Tales of the Abyss. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but like when they like discover like what the deal is with the world, like the world underneath is called the cliff off. The the cliff off is apparently like the opposite of the Sephiroth. They're like almost kind of like a seven deadly sins kind of thing, where it's gotcha. like all of these like vices and stuff. Which is I I just I don't know, it's very interesting. Yeah. Ugh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pulled up a, a image of the uh, Sephiroth with um, the the names translated into mm -hmm. or transliterated. I guess is the correct terminology. Yeah, yeah. Hod was one of the names of the towns, right? Yeah, Hod was the island that got blown up. That's right. Odd. I want to say Malkuth is on there as well. Malkuth, yep. That was the name of the the um, opposing empire. Mm -hmm. um, one of the towns was called Saint Bina. Bina, yep. But yeah, it's just it's very interesting that you know, because the whole thing is really this this idea of like order versus chaos yes because the the premise is that like the 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 world is kind of governed by this idea of the score which is supposed to like tell your future but there are these people that have become dependent on it like they won't they won't even like eat unless they know what the score tells them they should do right yeah so then you've got people that are trying to maintain like the order and the status quo of the world, but then on the other hand you've got these people that are like, you know what? Humanity sucks. We're just gonna like kill everybody and start over. Yeah. And then your main characters which are kind of like in the middle, trying to maintain a balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could go more into it, but I'm not going to. For, yeah, for reasons balance... that I can't explain because then I'll spoil yeah. stuff for you for other things. So. Oh. Interesting. But yeah, it's it's really yeah. good. It's a really good game. And the, the anime is a really, really good. It's one of the best, like anime ad adaptations of a game that I think I've ever seen. Mm, and this was... coming from somebody who's seen both of the Persona 4 anime and all oh, of the Persona 3 movies, which were also really, really good. Right. I think I'm halfway through the Persona 3 movies, and I still have to see a golden anime. You should, actually. Um, it's, it's good. Um, it's not a good standalone. No, and I mean I've seen, I've seen the Persona Four animation. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I will. I'll have to go in and see Golden at some point. 
My list is way too long. <laughs> Are you kidding? We've had a list since, like, it actually disappeared because when we moved out of the apartment into the rental, like, we, we didn't bring the list out. And then now that we've moved again, um, right. we found it. And it's like, wow, this is a really long list of, of, of anime. And we've got more stuff that we've been finding that have been added to the list. And <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so that's my number three. All right. Of. And my number two is probably one you were expecting. Um, so I've got, and it was kind of a, it was, it was a bit of a difficult choice because there were two different anime I could have chosen to represent the series. And Interesting. I think I know what it is now. There, there's a debate on which, which is the better starting point, but I went with my favorite of the two. <laughs> Um, and that's Fate Zero. Which is actually, I think, the one that we're, we were starting with. I think we watched, like, the first episode. Okay. okay. So you didn't get to the biggest thing that would be spoiled if... That you would spoil if you started with Unlimited Blade Works or Stay Night, which I've heard. Does it have to do with Saber? Yes. Because I know already... Oh, yeah, never mind. Because well, the oh, no, 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 yeah. fandoms don't know how to keep their mouths shut. Oh, yeah. And this one especially. I've... Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <sighs> it's... <laughs> it's an interesting twist. What they what they do with Saber. Mm -hmm. um, but... And, and who... Who she is... We'll go with that. <laughs> it's less interesting when you realize how many historical figures they went with the gender bend on in the wider universe of fate, and that's just a mess. Right, right. Um, but And I picked Zero because that was actually what I started with. Um, I was trolling Netflix looking for something to watch. This looked really cool, and I mean, uh, if you can see the 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 poster or the image that they used, it's, it looks really cool. Mm. Yeah, it, um, because we, we, we tended to keep an eye on people's, like, my top 50 anime openings kind of thing. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, and the openings. This one and it's, it tops the list a lot. It's, hey. Um, and that's, that's one of the things I like about this series is the visuals, especially the, uh, the fighting is really well done. Hmm. Uh, Ufotable's a a good good uh, studio from what I've seen of them, and I really like the setting. Like the idea of the setting is really cool. And I'll, yeah. um, so you have it's modern. I think it takes place in zero. Takes place in ninety four. I think. Um, so you've got, it's modern world, and you've got this, there's an order of mages, mm -hmm. uh, magic users, essentially, that have been keeping themselves secret, and a group of families in this small town in Japan have started a 
this this ritual where they're trying to find the root of all knowledge is what they're doing. So they found a way to summon a holy grail that will grant any wish. Uh, I think it's a single wish if it can be summoned and filled with the souls with these um their heroic spirits. They're the um heroic figures from from like history. Yeah. Though the uh <laughs> it has a very the, persona <laughs> feel to it, like when you explain it like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's 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 a very similar concept in that each so you've got seven mages participating in this this ritual, and it's it's base it's a battle, it's a war between these seven mages, and they each summon a servant. And each servant has a specific there's seven different classes, base classes, I should say. Again, it so, gets confusing. So it's kind of like Persona meets D D. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, and actually the um the the visual novel. The original visual novel mm -hmm. um, has a lot of D and D inspired um, terminology in the way that it talks about the different characters and the different um, the different servants. Mm. Um, and the way the way Zero is handled, you know, fairly early on within an episode or two of meeting each of the servants who they are, because it follows all seven of the masters mm. and there there's uh, i mean there's there's one in particular who is i guess your main character well um, most narratives don't work very well unless you have some kind of a primary like main character right and so uh kiritsugu um matthew mercer voices him in the english right is it matt mercer i have no idea I'm pretty sure it's Matt Mercer. I'm I'm gonna double check while I'm talking about this. Um uh, but um yeah, he he's kind of your your protagonist, but you get you get a good view of uh, most of the other masters get a lot of screen time. Right. Um so you've got him following and he's uh He's a mercenary with experience in fighting mages that's been hired by one of the main families to participate on their behalf. Because you've got the three families that always participate and then four um, that are selected afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is Matthew Mercer. Oh, I love Matthew Mercer. He's great. Very talented. Oh, yeah. Very talented. Oh. I didn't realize uh, Liam did a voice too. You didn't? We heard him right right away. I don't. I wasn't as familiar with Liam when I first saw. Him. Maybe um, that's part of the whole like Persona Three thing for me again. I. It's gotten to a point like now. If I hear him, I can probably pick him out because I know a lot of what he's done. Um, I don't remember who all shows up in the first episode. Uh, Johnny Johnny does a voice. Johnny's amazing. Yeah. Um, where was I going before? Anyway, yes. Um, 
Matt Mercer's character is kind of your main protagonist, and he's uh, the master of saber. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do get uh, you get do get to see a lot of the other um, a lot of the other uh, masters as well. Right, right. Some more than others. Um, there's one of my favorite subplots is. Um, Ryder and his master. Um, the master of Ryder gets a really good character arc from um, just being this snot-nosed little punk at the beginning to <laughs> actually... you He gets a lot of character growth being around. Uh, that's always great to see. Like, when you have this character that's just, like, so annoying to the point where, like, you don't even really like them as a character. Yeah. And then getting to see how they grow and, and adapt and become better. Yeah. Like I think that's what I enjoy that's one of one of the things I enjoyed so much about Tales of the Abyss is that Luke at the beginning, like you can't stand like I couldn't stand mm. it. I was like, just shut up. Yeah. Go sit in the corner. You're you're a spoiled little brat. But he gets yeah. better. Like he's one of my favorite RPG characters of all time. Right. Um there is actually an episode, I think it's in the second I don't remember if it's in the season, but there's. It seems like a bit of a filler, and I think it might be because it's based on something. I don't know if it was in the original uh, light novel, hmm. but there was a minor character who's not involved in the war really at all, besides being uh, being related to one of the one of the characters gets an entire episode of of um focused on them and it doesn't really make any sense if this is your introduction to the fate universe right um but she ends up being a major character in the uh um unlimited blade works series gotcha gotcha so so um, it is still technically important yes yeah, and I mean, it's not like it's this random character, like, oh, by the way, here's this character. It's not like you you get introduced to her previously. Like I said, she's um, relevant to actually two of the Master's stories. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, it's... I really enjoy the, uh, the world and the concept. Um... It's always... summoning the historic figures and yeah. their interpretations of these these people like uh and again because zero lets you know who all of the players are fairly early on um right i won't mention saber because because if you're going to start with unlimited blade works then you don't know what the deal is with that right and granted unlimited blade works doesn't do a great job of explaining that until like the very end um but I digress. Right. <laughs> um, but like, you've got Gilgamesh is one of the heroes. Uh, he goes by his Persian name, but Alexander the Great mm-hmm. is um, uh, you get the uh, the Irish version of Lancelot is one of the characters and. 
It's always interesting to see like different interpretations of of stuff like that, like historical or mythological figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is easily the creepiest Johnny Young Bosch character I've ever seen, and that includes um, Durarara. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh lordy. No, he, yeah. Oh man. I could probably I could probably digress about fate for a long time. So <laughs> I don't want to get too too uh down this the rabbit hole. Right, 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 right. But Yeah, we need to get back to watching that at some point. Mm. So I guess that brings us to my number two, then. Yep. Um, part of the reason why I can't put my top three into any kind of an actual order is because they're all kind of from very different genres. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Number number two is a slice-of-life romance. Okay. Uh, it's called Say I Love You. I've heard of this one. It's really good. Um, it's, it's very refreshing because you know how like most like slice of life romance type stories, like the whole premise is like these two characters and their journey to starting a relationship. Right. Well, in Say I Love You, the two characters end up together within like two episodes. Oh. So then the entire story is about them like coping with that. And, like, what happens afterwards and how they deal with each other's problems and deal with being in a relationship and all of that. Yeah. So. And it's it's a, it's a much more mature kind of high school anime. You know, like those high school animes where they never really talk about, like, really serious stuff. Yeah. Like, they they go into some pretty... Like, there's a point where they actually, like, break up over something that's like totally like understandable like right so yeah it's i it was like a breath of fresh air kind of thing like wow this is like you know maturely handled and they're actually discussing you know relationships and in a realistic yeah. way and Instead of being all about the tension of, oh, are they ever going to get together? It, it's more about, like, the actual relationship. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's why that's on my list. It's, it's really good. If you like Slice of Life, then I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. I'll have to look into that one, then. And if you don't like Slice of Life, go watch something like Your Lion April or Toradora or something first. Ooh. Your Lion April's really good. It is. It's really good. It's it's Jax's like all time favorite anime of, of like ever. Of course, yeah. like, being a, a music major. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's my number two. I don't really have a lot to say about it other than that, I guess. The, the characterization yeah. is really, really good. That's always... that. That's one of my big things, is characters. Like, it reminds me a lot, now that I'm thinking about it, it reminds me a lot of, like, the social part of Persona games. Yeah. Like, going around and, like, making friends and, and stuff. And learning about people, like, actually sitting and listening to, like, what people have going on. Mm. Yeah, kind of like a Persona game without all of the supernatural dungeon crawling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> also, there's a lot of cats. Oh. Cats are good. Yeah, I'm a sucker for cats. <laughs> so what is your number one all-time most favoritist anime ever? Well, we've we've mentioned it, and and actually, I'm pretty sure I alluded to the fact that it was on my list. Um, my number one's got to be uh, Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh-huh. Uh, I kind of had a feeling, and as part part of why I felt bad putting it so low on my list, no, is that what? I knew it was going to be at the top of yours. Yeah, no, and that that's fine. Like I said, I was I was trying not to say too. Well, you were. Well, we were talking about it earlier right, and right. trying to keep most of the discussion that I, my part of the discussion, at least to um, the original or the differences between them. Um, right. But yeah, it was, it's just, and especially I, I read the, the whole manga series um, for Full Metal Alchemist. And it is, it's just one of one of my favorite stories in general, like regardless mm. of the medium, like not just not just anime, just in general. I I really enjoy the setting and the world and it feels alive, you know? Right, right. The world building is really good. Yes. Um, and then the whole just the whole system, alchemy system is it, it it's been it's always been fascinating to me and the 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 philosophical logic see i really that, appreciate that behind it i really appreciate any story especially like something really scientific or like supernatural or something like that that mm-hmm. puts together like a set of rules for the world and then yes. f- not only follows them but plays with them and and kind of plays with how well the audience is paying attention to them and stuff yes. like that. Absolutely. Um, and another thing I love about about it is, I mean, it's it's considered a shonen anime, mm-hmm. but I have never seen a a shonen anime that that has quite so well-rounded female characters. It doesn't follow a lot of the, the typical tropes of shonen anime. Right. It, it really doesn't. Like, it has strong female characters. There's not this idea of, like, the characters constantly having to go find something bigger and better to fight. Exactly. 
and it's just it's and it's not like really super like sentai-ish right yeah and so that's that's something that i really appreciate about it is that it's just all of the characters have a they all have their own their own goals their own desires and their own um their own place in the world essentially right right and that's it's <sighs> like everybody's got like motivations and yes you can understand like even if you don't necessarily agree with the characters in some some instances like you can understand where they're coming from right and they make dumb decisions for good reasons mm -hmm. if that makes sense for the most part i mean like bad guys don't always but you can still understand like where they're coming from and why they're making the decisions that they're making right well and and by good reasons i mean like internally consistent reasons right right right, right. like the bad guys aren't bad for the sake of being evil which they... is something that i really appreciate in any form of media because yes. Like, I think I think our society is a little bit oversaturated with this idea of good versus evil, where evil is like this mm -hmm. idea of other, mm -hmm. like, outside of humanity, which is yes. a real problem. Right. So when yeah, you have this other idea of, you know, anybody could be a bad guy, and they're still human, and they're still relatable. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's, that's even... Even the uh, non-human characters in Full Metal Alchemist have very human emotions and motivations. Well, I mean, the the the, uh, the whole idea of the seven deadly sins is that they're human vices. Yeah, it's something that humans do. Like it's a part of humanity. And it would be so easy to make any of those characters just one note, two-dimensional. But they're not. Especially the whole idea of like the two the two times that you see greed, they're two completely mm. different um, incarnations of this idea. The same idea. Right. It's like it's the same thing, but it's like different. It's just a, a yeah. hair different. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just it's it's a fun show, and it's I like to come back to it. Mm -hmm. I would love to um, revisit it, especially now, because um, one thing that I want to uh, mention to you, and I know you probably don't need another reason to be hyped up for this game. Okay. But, and I'm not going to spoil anything. Like, I'm not going to tell you anything other than this, because this isn't really a spoiler. But all of the okay. all of the boss fights and all of the dungeons in Persona 5 line up with the the idea of the Seven Deadly Sins. Ooh. And it's That's really fun. well done. You'd mentioned the name of one of the summons, hadn't you? The other day. Did I? Is this... Sorry. We can come back to this later if it's spoilery to say. If I said it to you, then... Um... I, I, it shouldn't be spoilery. Okay. Just oh, no, I told you about one of the personas. 
Oh, yeah. No, that's right. Um, yeah. Because yeah. one of the party's um, starting personas is Milady de Winter. That's and I thought right. you would find that interesting because I know you're a really yes. big fan of uh, Three Musketeers. Yes. Yeah, Three Musketeers. It's also really cool to look at the uh, the historical figures that um, that the the characters were based off of. Hmm. Yeah, the interesting thing about this one is that all of the starting all the party's starting personas are all characters from literature or actual like historical figures, instead Ooh, of being mythological cool. figures. Yeah. In, in three and four, we had uh, Greek and then, excuse me, Japanese mythology, right? Yeah, exactly. This time they're all literature, literature or actual historical figures. Nice. Like one of them is uh, Arsene Lupin, is the main character's starting persona. That makes sense. Mm hmm. And then one of them is like, um,. Captain Kidd. <laughs> but yeah. It's it's a good game. I just finished it. It's like 150 hours. But you should still play it. Noted. That's... It's available on PS4, yeah? Uh-huh. Alright. That, that's my list. I still have to finish uh, episode Ignis. Ooh, please finish it and tell me what you think. Okay. I got through the uh, the first chapter, with, I guess. It's a lot of fun. It is. I really like the the system there. Before we get too far off track, though, I still have I have right. mine yes. to finish, and yes. then we can talk what, about what whatever. Is, what what is what is it that? Uh, well, I guess what is the last in your top five? In my top three. Or top three, right? Yeah. Right, right. Um, and it very well may be my my absolute most favorite anime of all time. I just, I don't like mm. picking between these three. Um, right. Is Noragami. Yep. I absolutely <sighs> adore this story. It's Like, you it's have no so idea. It's There's so another good. season coming, right? I, I, I hope so. I hope they're just waiting for the manga to catch up a little bit. Because it's not finished, and they left it in a really bad spot, especially considering some Dead. of the stuff that I know. Oh no. Oh no. <gasps> but no, Noragami is... I love that I found this on Netflix. And I was like, that sounds really interesting. And so I started watching the first... Like, I watched the first episode, and I was like, okay, Jax, we have to watch this show. Um, It's about... <laughs> Let's see, how, how, how do I describe it? How, how is it that I describe it every time? It's about this girl who sees this guy crossing the street and he's about to get hit by a bus. So she like jumps out into the street to save him and gets she gets hit by the bus and has this like near-death experience. So she almost dies. But because of that, she like her spirit like falls out of her body. Like on a regular basis, like this is just a thing that happens to her at random, and she can like traverse the spirit world now. But then she, in in the process of this, she finds out that the guy that she went to save is actually a god, and he wouldn't have been hurt by the bus at all. 
<laughs> so now she blames him for her new condition of just like falling asleep at random and crossing into the spirit world for no reason. Um, but she finds out that he's like, he's, he's technically a god, but he's not very well known at all. Like he has no followers and nobody that actually believes in him. And he's like trying to like collect followers and collect money so that he can buy a shrine because he doesn't even have a shrine or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's so good. It's really, really heartfelt. There's this kid, and this 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 part's really sad if you really think about it, because um, the the gods they like collect these lost souls that have passed away, um, to like tie to themselves and use as weapons to fight like negative emotions from humanity. Again, a little bit of that like persona esque feel to it. Yeah. But. The, the soul that he chooses is the soul of this kid. So, which means that like this kid, because he's like fourteen. Um, so that that means that you know he's he he passed away like at a really really young age. But he's like he's like like you said he's like this snot nosed punk, and so like a lot of the first series is or the first season is. Um, Yato, the god, like, trying to whip him into shape and stuff. Yeah. It's really good, though. It's so good. There's so many good themes in this show. Right. But yeah, that's that's my list. Alright. So, let's, uh, what are, what are, uh, what are some anime you expected to be on my list that weren't? Um, if I'm going to be honest, I think I, I expected, like, the two that I had in mind were Wolf's Reign and Eden of the East, because I know I've heard you talk about that one a lot. But... I had completely forgotten about Eden of the East. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, uh, no. oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it is really good. <sighs> but yeah, that and... Like, I kind of halfway expected Sword Art Online to end up on your list. I figured you would. I, <laughs> I'm i a little surprised it didn't end up on my list. I mean, it's okay. But it's, it's a great see, concept, and a lot of the characters are really good. But it yeah. falls short in a lot of places. It does. I think. It does. No, and I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, I really enjoy it, and I enjoy watching it, but it just doesn't hold up to anything else on my list at all. Right. Again, it's it's a great concept, and it could have been. It could have been better. done so much better. And a lot of my issues come back to a lot of the show tropes that it falls into. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the whole harem aspect, personally. Like there yeah. aren't. There aren't a yeah. whole lot of really strong female characters. No. And the ones that the ones that do exist tend to get shortchanged in, you know. Right. It's still it's still a good show and I would still recommend it to anybody who likes playing video games, especially yes. like MMOs and stuff. Yeah. And 
Uh, they've got... I think the movies come out already that I still need to see. Yeah, the movies come out. They've got a new, mostly sort of unrelated show that just started this season. Yeah. It goes back to, like, the GGO arc, like that mm. game and everything. Oh, yeah, no, I'd heard about that one. Mm-hmm. I but it's really not looked into it. it. It's, I, if I remember correctly, it's not any of the characters from no, Sword no, Art. No, it's not. It's, like, it just, it, barely, like, related at all. It it just takes place in the same same world. Right. Excel World was like that. Mm-hmm. It took place in the future. Same same world as Eh, that one I didn't enjoy. <laughs> Duly noted, I guess I won't be looking into that one. It, again, it was an interesting concept. My problem is is that I didn't like the characters. Ah, yeah, that's kind of important. They just I didn't like them. Hmm. I mean, it's, again, it's it's definitely very much, um, it's a different side of gamer culture. Right. I should say. Very competitive. Um, like, almost of. like esports kind of thing? Yeah. Like, like yeah. Esports, uh, fighting games. Uh. Eh, like I like fighting games, but I don't like playing them competitively. Yeah, no. Because I'm not I'm not good enough for that, so I don't get I, any enjoyment out of it. I loaded up um Oh, what is the name of that game? Uh I don't know. What is the name of that game? It was that D C one they made with the uh Oh oh uh, oh um, Mortal Kombat. Um Injustice. Injustice. I knew it was like it was named after like a comic series yeah yeah uh i i went online with injustice a total of once and i was just like nope yeah i used to play with um i used to play persona 4 arena online and Mm. i don't know what it is about xbox and like letting you hear somebody with a headset even if you don't have a headset but i like i like to play with nato like nato is my favorite character yeah. Um, and I was using the gun to like keep the other player at bay, and he started like, like you do, like you do when you have a ranged character, you play at ranged. Like yeah, now to has been on the receiving defense. end of that gun. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, traps and gun and all that, and he started like saying that I was playing cheap and that I was, you know, cheating and all this other stuff, like complaining vocally and I could hear him. So I was like, okay, fine. And I actually did that thing where you do the burst and then you have like your instant kill. And I used it. I was like, that is playing cheap. And I was trying not to do that, but you're going to be a little butt about it. I think I still have it recorded on the Xbox. That's great. Uh... So yeah, I don't, I don't like playing fighting games competitively because because of the the culture are like surrounding it yeah yeah and i mean that's 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 kind of my issue with excel world this is that was the kind of characters that it was about and it's just like man not my thing characters like that like you know unless you're into that kind of thing they're really kind of hard to relate to yeah absolutely so I wouldn't say it's a bad series. I just didn't enjoy it. Okay. It did. There was some interesting stuff with like the tech and and the way it worked, but right, right, yeah. 
So what are what are some some anime that you were expecting to end up on my list that didn't? Uh well, I think the biggest one I'm surprised about is uh, Durara. It's a good show. It's a really really good show. This falls into that uh, rewatchability thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it it kind of does. It was it was long. It was long. It was, and it's kind of like one of those things where, like, once you've seen it once, some of the um mm. the novelty is is gone. Like the characters are all really good. Yeah, um, Shinra kind of pissed me off at the end a little bit, but I can understand like why he did what he did. Yeah, and it's it's mostly yeah. like there wasn't a whole lot of story to it really it was mostly about the characters yeah no that makes sense let's see is there something else trying to remember I don't know I don't know if there's anything that I've really talked about much yeah no, I think you hit the big ones that, mm. I mean. What is uh, one anime that you have watched kind of like on a whim that you were like really pleasantly surprised by? Um, hmm. Like not necessarily something that you had recommended to you, but something that you like came across and were like, yeah, I'll, I'll waste some time with that for a little while. Yeah, there was... Oh, you know what? There was a it was a movie actually that I found on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Me, um, I don't remember the name of it. Do you remember what it was about? Uh, this guy flying, he's flying to this mech, and he crash lands on this planet and gets picked up by this giant barge city. Um. And of course, he doesn't speak the language, and he's having to. And they don't, you know, they don't trust him because he fell out of the sky in a giant robot. Right, of course, uh, as you do. It was actually, it was, it was really good. Huh. I think it was a movie. It may have been a short series. I don't remember. But no, it was. It was like it was like 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 you said. It was something. I found it on a whim and was like, oh, we'll see what this is. And it was it was good. It's really interesting. I had one, um, I was cruising through Crunchyroll one day. Mm-hmm. I was, like, really bored. I was just, like, scanning through, like, all of their new stuff. And I saw this one. I literally started watching it because I liked the artwork. Hmm. Like, that's it. I just really liked the art style that it was done in. And it ended up being really, really good, like, slice of life. Um, it's called Convenience Store Boyfriends. And it gets the title from, it's about these characters in high school, like this group of friends, and like there's a convenience store on their way to school, and so that's where they meet up all the time. Mm. Okay. But yeah, it's really, really good. Like, the twist is so good. Because there's a twist. It's actually, it's, it's technically, it's about this kid 
and there was um, this little girl when he was in elementary school there was this little girl that gave him this book about a little mermaid prince and so he's become a swimmer he's like on the swim team um, because of that but he um, keeps seeing this girl at like other schools that he goes to and he's finally decided in high school that he's going to get up the courage to like let her know that he's been in love with her since like kindergarten mm. sounds interesting it is it's just really good I remembered the other anime that I expected to be on your list. And what was that? Devil is a Part-Timer. Oh. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. As a comedy, it's still not as good as Gintama, though. Fair. But it is um, so good. Oron! That was another one. You know what? I was Oron is... I call Oron <laughs> my guilty pleasure. Oron is... Uh-huh. And I didn't even realize, like, why it was so good until I was, I finally got Jax to watch it with me, and I realized it's a satire. It's making fun of shoujo reverse harem type anime. Absolutely. Which is why it is so good. But it's also, it is very um, heartfelt and heartwarming. Um, Part of... I, I get a little bit jaded about it, though, because... I did some digging because I really, really liked how um, Haruhi and Kaoru connected. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did some digging into the manga and found out that he did ask her out eventually and she just like flat out turned him down because she didn't feel that way. And that was like, that broke my heart. And so I can't really look at the series the same way anymore. Aww. That's sad. It's kind of like with Fruits Basket, like, I love the anime, but once I find out, like, what they changed from the manga and how they got it wrong, I... It, it's really hard for me to watch it now. Gotcha. Also, I have a really hard time with the art style in the, um, the Oron manga, so I haven't actually read it. Which sucks. Ah. I just... It's really, like, hyper-stylized. Yeah. Yeah, and that can be, that can be rough when the like. The I hate fails. that that's a turnoff for me, but it kind of is. No, and that, that, with a visual medium like that, art style is important. Yeah. Not a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people uh, realize or think enough about that. Right. Like, um, when Ajin came out a few years back, like. Jax and I were kind of excited about, like, you know, this looks really good, maybe we should watch this. But we couldn't get past, like, the computer animated, like, half computer animated style. It just, it was really distracting. That was, that was me with uh, Knights of Sidonia, mm-hmm. actually. I tried to watch it, I got through about half the first episode, I'm like, I can't, I can't do this, I can't, it hurts. It's just, like, something really uncanny about it that just yep. doesn't quite sit right with you. Like, stuff is not moving Uh, the way it should. Yep. I need to find Missing Kings. I still haven't seen it. You know, I haven't seen it either. And I want to, because I want to see, uh, was it Returning Kings? Returning Kings or Returning Kings? Something like that. Silver yeah. Spoon's another one on my list. Silver Spoon is great. That's another one of Jax's favorites. 
And in true Arakawa style, like, it's got a lot of really strong female characters. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. You, you heard what, what she said in response to uh, being asked why. Why there, why there are so many in her stories, right? Um, I, I'm sure I did, but I, I don't remember off the top of my head. It bears repeating. Uh, she said, because that's what I grew up around, you know? My mom, my grandmother, both really strong women. So that's, I mean, mm. write what you know. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Silver Spoon's really good. Um, Relife is also really good if you haven't seen that yet. I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really good. Do you, do you know what the, the premise is? Um, remind me. It's about this guy. He's like, he's like in his 30s. Or like almost in his 30s. He's, you know, he's having a midlife crisis. Like his job, he loses, loses his job and his parents are going to cut him off. And he's just like, mm. he's on the verge of becoming like a shut-in. Um, and he gets approached by this, like, scientific organization. They've got this experimental drug, like this program that they put shut-ins through to, like, rehabilitate them into productive members of society. But the whole thing involves, like, making him look like a teenager and sending him back to school. Huh. But he can't. Like, they threaten him. They're like, we're going to pay for it. We'll handle your boarding and everything, and we might be able to offer you a job if you get through the whole, like, experiment. It's like a year-long thing. But if you tell anybody about this, then we have to wipe all their memories, and you're out of the program. Hmm. But it's, it's, it's really good. He like he meets he meets up with all of these different like kids that are having all of these like societal problems and realizing how much problems like that like how easy he finds problems like that to deal with now that he's technically an adult. So yeah. he's like trying to help them navigate like the drama of high school life and all of that. And it actually ended up ends up like getting really attached to these people that he's met. Yeah. It's also really freaking funny. It sounds interesting. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, The dub is really good. It's... Oh gosh, what's his name? What's the kid's name? Micah Salyasad. Ah. Plays the main character. He's so good. For anybody who, I don't know if anybody's actually going to be listening to this, but if anybody is listening right. to this and doesn't know, we prefer dubs. That's a whole discussion yeah. for another time, but right. that's that's our one, preference. One I think worth having, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll watch subs. Like, that's how we're having to watch the Persona 5 anime right now. Right, and um, uh, Tales of the Abyss was never dubbed. Right, exactly. I believe we touched on that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that's all the recommendations that I had at the moment. The important ones, anyway. 
Yeah, I think. I think anything, anything I've seen that I'd recommend, like highly recommend, um, we've probably touched on at least, even if it's not on my list. Right, right. Or your list. Um, Full Metal Panic. I really enjoyed that one. I saw you, you you posted something on Twitter or responded to something on Twitter recently that popped yeah. up on my feed. I didn't know that you watched that show. Yes, it was one. It was early, I think, after Full Metal Alchemist, and it may have been before after Code Geass. I don't remember, but it was around that time. I'd watched it, and there's actually three seasons already right now. Um, not counting the one that's coming out. Right, um, right. But the thing I liked about the first season was that it kind of did an interesting balance of this like high school comedy show and like this actually fairly serious like um action military type mecha show yeah it, it's weird and it it makes sense in the plot but it's but after the first season, they split the two elements and did two separate series. So you had one series that was just like the comedy high school aspect. And then you've got... They um, followed the, the action side of things in a separate series. So I'm really hoping with this, I don't know if it's a continuation or what. Mm -hmm. I really hope they go back to the original method for that because it's just not as good and see i don't know like hearing that i don't know if i'd ever be able to get into it because i don't i don't really care much for mech shows like that's no, just I... not a preference for me so yeah if it like delved into like where it got really mech heavy later on i don't know if i'd be able to 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 sit through that like a lot of yeah. the reason why i actually did watch and enjoy Code Geass so much is because they didn't ever focus on the mechs as more than a minor plot point. Yeah. Like, it's not a mech show. Yeah. <sighs> and Monica actually liked my comment. Which was... <laughs> Did she? That's always... Yes. I had that happen, oh, what was it? I think it was around the time that uh, episode Prompto came out. I was like, I posted on Twitter, I was like, I'm two minutes into this and I'm already crying, thanks a lot. And Robbie and, um, what's his name? Adam were both like, like, I was like, don't like that! <laughs> That's me, don't do that! Nice. Um, Code Geass is another really good one. Yeah, Code Geass is good. Like, I really genuinely one... enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I don't think that one's... Uh... Maybe? I don't know. They got another season. Yeah, they, they, they got they? another season. It, it's either this season or it's coming up soon. <laughs> 
That one was, um, what I really enjoyed about Code Geass is that it, there was an aspect to it. It was very Death Note-esque, but there was an aspect to it that Death Note didn't have, which was this whole idea of, like, the two opposing characters actually being friends and having to come yes. to terms with how that <sighs> affected their dynamic. Yep, and both of the both characters made me hate them at some point. Right. And then by the end, it's, like, all forgiven. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Oh. <sighs> It was, yes. yes Code Geass, good show. Stamp of approval. Um, oh, no, yep. Lelouch of the Resurrection. Mm -hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have said that one. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Uh, although the isn't there a? I don't know. But no, yeah, that's that's. I'm excited. Um, oh, it's a film trilogy. Okay. Mm. I'll have to have to look into that. Um, oh, there was one more I wanted to mention. What's that? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Oh, Soul Eater. Soul Eater. That Soul was Eater. That was, that one was good. I have not seen that one. It's, it was, um, it was back around Brotherhood, I think. When, when Funimation had that, yeah, 2010 to 2015, Funimation had that core that was in everything. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So of course you got Vic and Laura and Travis and Troy and and um, I'm pretty sure Mike and Caitlin and uh, Monica. Todd. Can't forget Todd. about Todd. Oh no, we can't forget about Todd. Todd might be the most. Uh... Yeah, Todd's character is probably the one that gets seen most often from this show. I think the thing about that one that keeps putting me off is uh, the art style. Okay. I can see that. It's... <laughs> like, it feels, it feels very cartoony to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. To it, yeah. That's another one of those, though, where the opening, like, the one particular opening <sighs> keeps ending up on everybody's list. The first one? Uh, maybe. Actually, I think it's the fourth one. Oh. Which one was the fourth one? I'm trying to remember. Um, I want to say it's the one that Sid did. Whichever one that Sid did. Sorry, I'm trying to look it up. I, oh, good. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. No, it it had some it had some good uh 
had some good good teams mm. opening in that thing, yeah. Oh, one last recommend recommendation for me. Um Okay. Because I know Gintama is a huge time sink. So if you want right. something similar, there's a show called Sket Dance. Ah, yes. And it was actually um, the author of the Gintama manga had an assistant that eventually went on and did his own manga. So it's really kind of the same thing without the aliens and all that. It's this uh, group in high school that they take requests from like other people in school to fix their problems. So it's got a lot of the same general comedy themes and stuff, but it deviates a lot more into kind of like the heartfelt kind of storytelling and stuff. And it's a lot shorter. It's only like... I don't remember. It's like 40 episodes, maybe? Hmm. Nice. Yeah, and I know you've recommended that one to me before. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. Like, that's how... That's how I found Gintama in the first place. Was because we found Scat Dance. Uh, we found it in one of those, you know, because we went through a period where we were finding anime based on, like, how good the openings were. So we found it on one of those right. lists. And then... But you know, that's... It's, not, it's actually not a bad way to do it. It's not. It's usually a good idea. Sometimes the opening is far better than the anime. Right. Right. That's, yeah, that's one of those. It's a risk you gotta take. Right, exactly. Um, but it ended up being really, really good. Like, Jax absolutely adores this this show. <laughs> and they, they had done a crossover episode at one point with Gintama. It was like, they did one episode of Gintama was with Sket Dance, and then, like, one episode of Sket Dance was with Gintama. It was really funny. Because they're making That's all funny. these comparisons between, like, the two shows and everything. It's hilarious. Hmm. But yeah, I guess... I guess that's kind of it, isn't it? I mean, we've been going for a good, yeah. like, two hours. Oh, oh. Yeah, this is this was a lot longer than I expected. Yeah, I was afraid we were gonna like run out of stuff to talk about, which is funny because the whole point of this is because we will just sit here and ramble for hours. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, this is this has been fun. It has been. It's been fantastic. What should we talk about next time? Hmm. Should we talk about next time? That's a good question. Was there anything that came up today that you want to delve into deeper? Um, and just spend like one to two hours just talking about just that one thing? Uh, I know we mentioned the sub versus dub, but I don't think that's something I'm ready to get into just yet. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. Um, that is, I mean, it's definitely one that we should. Uh, I mean, it's going to get. Later. Yeah. yeah. I have thoughts about that. Oh, me too. Me too. And I've, I mean, I've, I've got devil's advocate arguments. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we're just going to be sitting here talking. We wouldn't just be sitting here talking about, oh, this is why. But no, like. I mean, that's the. 
like starting the sentence and I don't know where I want to go with it so then I like stop. I'm a fairly empathetic person like that's just yeah, how I am. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I'm fairly good most of the time at seeing like the other side of certain things. <clears throat> I'm just still also very opinionated. Yeah. Like I get where you're coming from but I still don't yeah. agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. What is next week? Oh, this is gonna be a weekly thing. I mean, that's I don't, cool. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't sure what we were when. Weekly how often is fine. We I mean, if this. you're able to do it weekly, because like I work Monday through Friday anyway, so most of the time I'm home Same by myself here, on so. Sundays. So, and even okay. if yeah, I'm not Sunday. home by myself, we could always have a guest on. Okay. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um. So yeah, I guess we wanna we wanna make this a weekly thing. Then. Fine by me. Let's see. So next week is the sixth. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's already May. Oh, I know, right? I had I had been planning on doing uh, script frenzy. You know what? I completely forgot the script frenzy that script frenzy was even a thing. I tried it one year and I was just like failed miserably. But I've got I've got a play that I want to write. I want to get it written mm. and I thought, yeah, I'll kick myself in the pants and then April's just been You know what? That reminds <sighs> me. I had this really weird ass dream last night. Or like this, I guess it was this morning cuz I woke up. And it, it pissed me off, too, because I didn't find out the ending. Um, I had a dream last night that I wrote a play. And I don't know if it was a musical or what. But it was this really weird, like, part Beauty and the Beast, part Wicked, like, part Blue Exorcist kind of thing. I don't even know what was going huh. on. Like, I was waiting for the play to finish so I would know what was going on. That's funny. But it was my play. I wrote it. Huh. It was weird. It was really weird. But there were some really interesting characters in there, so I'm going to steal those for NPCs for the D&D campaign. Nice. Ah. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to figure out when we're going to get that schedule. Just waiting on Mom to let me know when she's available. I'm I'm free on weekends. So. Mm-hmm. Just so am I. Ooh. We're trying to think of something to do next time. Yeah, um, we are. And we got sidetracked uh, again. <laughs> we did. Uh, we should do something D&D related, either campaigns or characters sure. or something, settings. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah? Okay. We'll just talk D&D. Just yeah. make D&D the Sounds topic. Good. Cool. Alright, sounds good. Nice. Maybe I can get some of your feedback on the, the campaign and stuff that we're running as well, because okay. I have a really yeah. hard time lately like getting people to give me feedback. Okay. I think I think it's because most of us are like, yeah, no, we like where this is going. And I'm just like, but what do you <laughs> like? What don't you like? Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely we'll, we'll try and bring some of that in. Okay. Um, yeah. Alright, sounds good. So next week... Yeah, and- D and D. I've got a. Yep. 
I've got a session with the other campaign I'm I'm playing in Tuesday, so cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll have some stories. I haven't played with them in over a month now. Ooh, yeah. Well, it's been almost... It's It's been actually exactly a month for us. Mm. That's right, it has. Yeah. This is a, this is a bi-weekly meeting that I've just not made it to. Because oh. Well, first I couldn't afford gas, and then my car broke down. Lick. So I didn't have a vehicle... And then I got my vehicle, and then it was like uh anniversary date thing. Right. So, but yeah, I will actually be able to make it this week, and I'm, I'm excited. Cool. Well, hopefully you'll have some good stories to tell. <laughs> yes. If not, I've got some decent stories from earlier in the session. So I've got a couple. From like other games and stuff, and then of course you know yeah. we've got our game that we're running. So yeah. All right, sounds good. All right. Well, I guess if anybody is actually listening to this, thanks for sticking with our weird ramblings. Yeah. And, uh, stay tuned for next week. All right. Bye. All right. See ya. <laughs> Data,